Cosmic Christ Podcast, channeling the mind of Christ, with your host, Ascended Master and Enlightenment Instructor, Reva Christ. Theme music by David Beslian, BeslianStudios.com. Welcome back to Cosmic Christ Podcast, Channeling the Mind of Christ. I'm Reva Christ. We're on episode 16, part 2 of the Omega Journey, the third transformation in the Human Alpha Eden Omega Mind's Journey. The lectures and dissertations on the Omega Journey all come from the book, The Omega Journey, that was written through telepathic correspondence by Irma Carew and published by Cosmic Christ Publishing and is available in the Kindle store of Amazon worldwide. Jumping right into the cosmic stream, our first dissertation comes from Jesus Christ and it's called Understanding the Alpha Mind's Role on the Omega Journey. Imperial Alpha is the first, the original, the superior, and the supreme mind of the cosmic creator. All of life began with conscious intelligent waves of energy spawned from the Imperial Alpha wave. The Imperial Alpha is the highest wave of intelligence and this wave creates its own plane or dimension that is clear, clean, peaceful, radiant, flawless, perfect, orderly, and serene. To those of us here that experience these waves, the Imperial Alpha Plane emits waves that are also loving, joyful, gentle, good, kind, generous, hopeful, and potent with miraculous possibilities. But the Imperial Alpha has no form or gender. The Imperial Alpha has no character or personality. There is no entity in the Creator because the Creator is not a person. The Creator is a wave of creation, and as it is the highest, so it is also feminine. I. This will shock many of you, but nevertheless it's true. The highest waves spawn the lowest waves. Understand the waves are vast with the higher feminine at one end and the lower masculine at the other. The masculine protects the feminine, and it also serves her. The feminine receives the masculine, and through her influence, the masculine wave is raised. The creation of the matter universe came about through the continuous creation of energy waves that evolved in descending vibration and oscillation until the heaviest of these waves combined to form the magnetic energies that were strong enough to produce the gravitational field that would accept particle creation. From the dense gravitational field came the particle, and from the particles came the first seeds of life. The particles built the blueprints, and the blueprints designed the architecture of life. First came the environment, which had to be stabilized in order to sustain life, and then all the life that could be sustained began to arrive, all created from the lower imperial waves spawned from the highest imperial wave, that of Imperial Alpha One. The secret to creation is this. As each wave is vast with the feminine at the highest and the masculine at the lowest, each wave spawned met with its equal wave by following the vibration wave they shared in common and through their connection, another wave was created. But in the matter of particle waves, the particle wave was spawned, and then its connection to another particle wave spawned more particle waves. 
the molecular wave came about through the same principle. As soon as an environment was created, matter began to appear by particle procreation. But until conditions warranted that matter would survive, there was no life sustained in the matter universe. The intelligence of the waves that birthed the particles, that birthed the molecules, that formed the matter, also formed the matter universe. Only what could survive, survived. All else perished, and the material that survived continued to procreate itself. The matter universe is the end product of Imperial Alpha One, the universe of spirit. For it is written, the spirit gives life. It is the creator of all matter worlds. The spirit is an intelligent energy wave cast off from Imperial Alpha the Creator. All the properties of Imperial Alpha One are present in the Alpha Spirit Wave. The Alpha Spirit Wave is clear, clean, peaceful, radiant, flawless, perfect, orderly, and serene. It is also loving, joyful, gentle, good, kind, generous, hopeful, and potent with miraculous possibilities. The gravitational forces that are necessary to matter creation are also harmful to the Imperial Alpha wave. The wave itself cannot be harmed, but the dense properties of gravitational waves can block the finer properties of higher waves. This block results in the natural chaos that is seen in the natural environmental changes as the intelligent architecture of the matter world attempts to keep the balance of life. As the Imperial Alpha Mind cast off the waves to create the matter universe, the first planet that could be formed that would hold life became the home of the Alpha Mind. This material home would be a home for the flesh vessel that would carry the Alpha Mind, and it was called Eden, or Alpha One. And the new life forms learned of Eden through the senses in their flesh. And they lived in a time of innocence with their alpha minds enriched by the sights and sounds of paradise. The spirit mind begins its journey in the alpha mind state. The alpha mind is vast, empty, pure, and clean. It is the first, and it is innocent. Revelations 22:13. I am the alpha and the omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. The alpha mind comes to earth to begin a journey in a flesh vessel. This journey is all about collecting information from alpha mind senses that are transmitted from the cosmic sentient planes to the alpha mind that in turn feeds these senses to the brain that registers these senses through sight, hearing, touch, taste, smell, feelings, emotions, and clairvoyant gifts of prophecy, clairaudience, clairsentience, and psychic ability. Once the journeyman or woman experiences these senses, it is the lower mind that analyzes them according to its current level of understanding. The alpha mind is the higher mind. The omega mind is not born until the information gathered in the lower mind is refined to the highest level the lower mind can produce. First, a flesh vessel is conceived that will carry the higher alpha mind. The lower mind does not form until the lower information is passed to it 
through the alpha mind that will not accept lower information. As alpha only recognizes alpha information, all lower information is bypassed, and this is where an ethereal depository is formed in the lower sphere of the alpha mind. As all lower information is compressed by heavier gravity waves, so these heavier information waves produce the lower mind. The higher alpha mind is the first to experience life in the manifest world. As the alpha mind is the first to experience life, the first experiences are in innocence. The alpha mind is the mind of the child. The alpha mind thrives on thoughts and ideas that are inspiring, joyful, kind, gentle, tender, merciful, peaceful, hopeful, exquisite, refined, innocent, whimsical, and delicate. The alpha mind will thrive in an environment that is equally rich in these same affectations, and the alpha mind will bring to the child the higher refined qualities of empathy, sympathy, compassion, and caring. As soon as the alpha mind encounters the opposite thoughts, thoughts that are oppressive, frightening, demeaning, hurtful, shameful, and embarrassing, these things birth the lower mind, the mind of all lower information. The alpha recedes to its higher plateau, and the omega mind is born in order to hold the information and keep it secure in its own vault, away from alpha's innocence. Through the programming of humans in the flesh world, the omega mind learns all the dark thoughts, ideas, and programmings of man's societies, cultures, practices, and traditions, and none of these things conform to the alpha mind's lofty principles. If too much corruption is fed to the omega mind, and there is no one to think on the corruption, to contemplate it, consider it, rationalize it, discern it, and reason with it, then the corrupt information is not refined, and the lower mind becomes dark. The child is lost, and so are the alpha mind's higher thoughts and ideals of inspiration, joy, kindness, gentleness, tenderness, mercy, peace, and hope. Gone, too, is sensitivity, empathy, compassion, and caring. As the world programs the lower mind to be self-focused and also dark-focused, the omega mind loses its light. Now, the omega also goes dark, and all that is left is the carnal cravings and leanings of the flesh body and man's inferior dark programming. If the corrupt omega mind remembers higher thoughts of the alpha mind and calls on these higher thoughts, the alpha mind can be awakened. The alpha mind can also be awakened through a shocking or traumatic event. During some instances of shock and trauma, the omega mind shuts off and the higher takes over. But if there is no information in the higher mind, there will be no information to experience. Coming out of the cosmic stream, I've wanted to share my experience of my lower mind shutting off and my higher mind taking over when I was struck by a car and knocked unconscious. In my point of view, I only remembered leaving my house with my sister to walk our dog, and then suddenly I was in darkness. But at the same time, I had the awareness that all my senses were heightened. I was filled with amazing energy that was not only peaceful, but also clear, clean, and weightless. I was thoroughly refreshed and revitalized, 
and I had the illuminating knowledge that I was disembodied, and yet at no time was I frightened, concerned, worried, or in pain. In the next instant, I was in an ambulance, and I felt like my body weighed a ton. There was one attendant seated beside me, and one was up front in the cab. My eyes took in everything I saw as I experienced no transitional change at all until the ambulance attendant beside me asked me some questions and I found I did not know how to speak. My mind had the answers and I heard the answers in my mind, but I could not speak. All I could do was move my tongue around in my dry mouth. This condition only lasted a few seconds and then as I started to speak the answers slowly, my ability to speak came back and by the time the attendant's interview was over, I was speaking fluidly and asking where my sister and dog were and if they were okay. I was told they were fine, and I was told what happened to me and that I was being taken to a trauma hospital. I never lost awareness that I had been someplace else, and my conscious awareness changed so that I felt as if I were in two places at once, and I was watching myself from a higher place while also experiencing a lower place and I was aware my behavior changed. I was softer and more loving. I was calling everyone dear and honey, but I didn't feel drugged or drunk. I just felt elated. The heightened energy and my new perception stayed with me throughout my month-long recuperation in a rehab. And then one day while at home, I had a flashback in my mind. I saw early morning sky and bright sunshine, and I heard my sister and I laughing and then I felt a tremendous force on my face, as if I had been punched in the nose, and the heightened energy was gone, as if I was no longer open to it. I researched concussions and learned that the brain moves according to the direction that trauma is applied to the skull, and I knew the sensation I felt of being punched in the nose was my brain sliding forward and striking the front of my head, and the impact affected my sinuses. My sister confirmed we were laughing just before the accident. A final point I would like to make is that I learned I can still call on that higher energy stream in my higher mind just by recalling my experience of it. Jumping back into the cosmic stream, Jesus continues with his dissertation. If there is information in the higher mind, the journeyman or woman will experience the alpha mind's world and it will be changed by the experience. But if the brain is injured in the event that causes the shock or trauma, then access to the alpha and lower mind can be cut off and there will be no communication from the victim to the outside world. However, the lower mind will be active and if the alpha mind has information in it, the alpha will also be active. As the alpha and omega minds are not part of the brain, they are not made of matter, so they are not subject to the laws of matter. They cannot be damaged. All information stored there will be active, including the information pertaining to the journeyman or journeywoman's identity. In other words, you will be in your mind, even if your brain is damaged. The Omega Mind awakens when all the lower information of the lower mind has been refined through thinking, contemplation, pondering, analysis, discernment, logic and reason. The Omega Mind holds the highest information of the human journey, where the Alpha Mind holds all the sentient information of the sentient spirit world. 
But without information in the lower mind being refined, there is no transformation of the lower mind. There is no omega mind. Remember the omega mind is the lower mind in its refined state. The omega mind is the name given to the lower mind's evolved state. At the end of the corporal journey, the alpha and omega mind return to the mental universe. The alpha returns to the vastness of the mental universe and the omega rests on the omega one plane of the highest human information collected in the human journey. The alpha plane is vast and so is the omega and the information within the omega will be just as vast with the highest human intelligence at one end and the lowest at the other. But all darkness will be below all intelligence. While it has been said that there is a dark intelligence involved in the sophistication of planning and designing weapons of war and torture, this intelligence is not a part of the Omega mind. The dark intelligence that invents weapons of torture and war and the dark intelligence that plots and plans to cause harm is purposeless. Dark intelligence only serves darkness and darkness does not exist in the world of light. The spirit world is the world of light. John 4.24, God is spirit. 1 John 1.5, God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. God could not be spirit and light if God came from darkness. Therefore, the place God comes from is also made of spirit and light. Revelations 22.13, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. John 17.5, glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world began. John 8.12, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. All of these scriptures told of God, who God was, what God was, and where God came from. And as they related to God, they also related to where God came from. God comes from the same place that serves as the beginning and the end point after the physical life journey. And this is a world of spirit and light. There is no darkness at all here. Therefore, there are no dark thoughts and there is no dark intelligence. Understand, God was a term used by man because he did not understand that which had no name and could not be understood. Man saw his existence and the existence of everything around him and wondered why. And because he was a person, he also wondered who. And he wondered how. The easiest answer to comprehend was that God created everything. And as man saw himself as the highest being that had been created, man decided that God must also be a man. But these are only man's ideas. And when I use the word God, I use a frame of reference that man understands as the creator of all life. All thoughts and ideas that are dark remain with all other dark thoughts in the lower worlds, below the omega plane and below omega intelligence. All the dark emotions and thoughts of hate, malice, anger, revenge, jealousy, violence, envy, and perversion are all below the alpha and the omega mind. Only the emotions and thoughts of love, joy, peace, goodness, kindness, hope, faith, altruism, gentleness, peace, 
forbearance, and self-control are in the omega mind. The highest of these remain in the alpha mind as sentient information. The lower of these are in the omega mind in the highest human recordings. If you do not share these thoughts and characteristics, you have chosen your own way. You are not on the omega journey. Understand the journey is granted to you through your birth in the world of the flesh, but free will grants you the privilege to choose your destiny. While most men interpret this as their flesh destiny, we in the spirit realm are actually referring to your mental destiny. Your flesh is finite. It will one day die. Your mind is infinite. It will survive the death of the flesh vessel and rise to the spirit world. It is the mind that is important, not the flesh, and this is why the mind is the focus of spiritual teachings. This is also why it is said the mind focused on the flesh is death, but when focused on the spirit is life and peace. This is also why it has been said, do not conform to the pattern of the world. The world is the world of the flesh. Do not conform your thinking to suit the flesh, but be renewed in transforming your mind to spiritual thinking, spiritual concepts, for it is these things that hold true life. Understand that all matter will die and all minds will be released, the dark and the light. But the information that has been refined will continue to be refined. For just as all your information has been recorded in your mind, so have all mental processes of your thinking been recorded. The mind that refines itself while on the flesh journey will continue to refine itself in the spirit world once it is released from the body. The death of the body does not impair the mind. The death of the body only destroys the brain. The mind lives, and as the mind lives, it continues to function. As a matter of fact, in many cases, it functions much better because it is no longer affected by the weight of graviton forces, heavy, dark forces of gravity that carry all dark thoughts, emotions, feelings, impulses, and cravings. These dark recordings will come with the mind, but they will be cast off. They will be in the bowels of the Omega Mind. And as the Omega Mind continues to refine itself and evolve, the waste material in the form of dark recordings will be released. And you, as the identity who took the voyage, will be raised to higher plateaus and you will no longer have to face the purgatories of your own dark memories. But for the one who does not do their mental refining on earth, the process will not be recorded and the mind won't know how to refine itself once it is released from the body. For that dark mind, it will be trapped unless it accepts intervention from a higher source, an alpha master that can train it in the art of refining its own information. Coming out of the cosmic stream, in our next episode of Cosmic Christ Podcast, we continue with The Omega Journey and a dissertation by Enoch on the mind's refining process in the afterlife. I'm Weaver Christ. May peace be with you, and thank you for listening.